Hi, and welcome to the Slate Cop Shop. Cop Days tonight, and of course, with me tonight in the co host seat is the Texas Guy. Absolutely. We are having major roll black. Oh, is it bad? Yes. All right, let me see if I can go down a little. Okay. All right. See if that made it any better. So, guys, hopefully, this is doing better. Um, we are still working because we have a guest tonight. We normally do headsets, but this isn't going to work. But hopefully you guys can hear us better now. And there is not blowback. Hello, Miss Brenda. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Hi, and Brenda. This has been a very concerning day. It's been a very concerning week. And we'll start it's only off. Tuesday. I know. God. For those in the Free Britney movement, tomorrow's the big day. It's the court day. We do not know exactly what will go on. We may not know for weeks because it will probably come out in minute orders. But be prepared. Mountain Bears, if there's an opinion, we will have it. Well, and you were already saying, just side note, like a little pre-warming of the tea, that like we went to air without even knowing some things last time we talked about this. Yes. Like, it, like, new stuff was dropping, like, basically while we were on air. Exactly. Well, yes, because they're in West Coast, so, you know, 5 o'clock West Coast time. True. Very true. Sorry, guys. I'm getting all the updates over here that we went live. <laughs> Gotta love it when you've got the social of the socials. And, you know. Also, other major interesting announcements that isn't news. So, for a very long time now, I have been collecting advisors that I like. Mm -hmm. Tooling them a little, helping them a little along the way. So, I have began West Virginia Psychics. WVPsychics.com is my domain. I have formed a coalition of five advisors that I find valuable in the state of West Virginia. We are doing something that's not been done in a state before. And that being... We are doing a virtual psychic fair that half of it goes to charity. So book your appointments. We're going to do it this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have a special guest psychic that's hopping in there, too, to give you good options. He's not part of, uh, you know, and Miss Gwendolyn is in the studio. Hello, darlings. Well, in the, in the chat. Yes. Hi, Gwen. You can definitely book a reading with her. You can book a reading with me. You can book a reading with the Melissa Alford. You can book a reading with Bear Sage. Or you can book a reading with Dottie the Psychic. And, of course, we also have the Optimus as our guest psychic this time. So check those out. If you're on the mailing list, you already get notice of it. If you follow me anywhere on social, you already got notice of it. But this is the official announcement. West Virginia Psychics is a thing. There we go, and we're dropping that out now. Yeah. Sorry, I type as fast as I can. Hopefully I spelled everything right. Yes. And, you know, didn't link everyone to, like, a horrible porn site. Well, I mean, at least if I screw up, at least if I screw up and it's porn, let it be good. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
But this uh, this quarter's charity will be Pagan Pride Central West Virginia. Each quarter, we'll choose a new charity, and I'm even thinking about throwing that to my baristas to figure out which one we should do. All right. There we go. Because, you know, we go by the poll of the baristas. The coffee rules king here. It does. All right. So, I was very distasted about you English idiots. First of all, you lose a football game. For the American translation, a soccer game. It's a freaking soccer game. You do not start a point attacking POCs. That is bullshit. Yeah. So those of you who are unaware, of the, there, there was a soccer match, and this has now turned into a point game system against people of color. Um, it, it's... I, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how much more one can say about that other than, yeah, that's that happened. Yeah. And um, But now, football in the rest of the world has kind of been sort of like the American equivalent of American football in terms of, like, audience, uh, fan-level engagement, so to speak, with teams. Um, because there, there have been a lot of problems, mm-hmm. uh, because we just talked a little while back about, an, I believe, um, another game in which an entire ke- team, uh, team's fans were kicked out of the stadium. Right. So, yeah, the, I, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are better than us. As a country, if you are mad that your team lost a freaking game, go do like your American cousins, yeah, your Scotch Irish cousins. They take a couch out to the damn street and set it on fire. You don't start a freaking purge bullshit. Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't miss us, Ashley. We actually are starting a little bit late tonight. And hello. Yeah, we are starting a little bit late tonight. That's because we do have a special appearance coming on tonight, and we wanted to have time to get them comfy. Had to drag them in from the woods. <laughs> Truly. Um, but. Um, that was the one I was just talking about, but now there is a, uh, a Great is, Britain equivalent. Yeah, this is England. This is Great Britain. Because they lost the Euro. Get over it. Yeah. You're supposed to throw tea. You're supposed to be upset. You're supposed to only eat crumpets. You have lost your mind, UK. Okay, let's not go into throwing tea, okay? Uh, like that. Probably still a sore spot. <laughs> Just say, probably still a sore spot. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, we do need a year, Magical Princess. Yes, Magical Princess, we need a year. You must be at least 18 years of age to get a reading on this show because we keep our lawyers happy. Yep, month, day, and year. Because right now I'm assuming 10-4 is a day and a month. month. Or a month and a day. All right. So in other news, I think Joe is a little bit now more worried about when I make tea and lemonade. A little bit. Yeah, no, 
this story? This one was another UK story. Yeah, what what the hell's going on in the UK here, guys? Um, like th this this story, it might as well be lead in with like woman in Florida. Like I had to keep going back up and keep reading the words a woman from the United Kingdom. Um, so yeah, so apparently last year in July, um. Huh. Uh, Karina Smith, 59, was described as angry and very upset over a rumor circulating about her 81-year-old husband, Michael Baines, and apparently was told that he had sexually abused children. Um, yeah. So she filled a bucket from her garden with boiling water um, and mixed it with three bags of sugar and proceeded to take the boiling water while he was asleep in bed and pour it over him um leaving him with burns to 36 percent of his body he went to hospital died a month later um and so she was just uh found guilty of uh, murder in june and sentenced um just a couple of days ago uh to a minimum of 12 years in prison mm -hmm. So this just calls into more question, and, you know, we hear it all the time. If they take their guns away, we won't, you know, blah, 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 bull crap. People find ways to be stupid. Yes. Um, so now, if anyone else is having a moment, I kept trying to figure out what on earth was about her, you know, mixing this with sugar. And, it, it, like, thankfully the article went on. It wasn't dawning for me. So the whole point was to make the fluid more viscous. Simple syrup. Um, so that it would adhere to the skin and do more damage. Right. Just in case anyone else, like, had that moment of, like, but why sugar? Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. Yeah, it was very interesting, um, to say the least. All right, let's take on this pregnancy one. All righty, so Magical Princess 10484... I would like to know if I will get pregnant this year and any gender you may get. Let me take a look here. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I feel you do get pregnant within a, not a year or 18 months. And I would say it's going to be female. Healthy. Fussy, you better get your shoes on when they start walking because they will be all over the place. But again, I think it takes about 18 months, not a year. Okay. Well, hopefully that helps. Now let's read some of these comments here because some of these comments are like, okay, we're missing some of the news. Yeah, um, so Ashley points out that reminds me of the lady who threw the radio in the bathtub when she saw her boyfriend with another man in the hotel tub. And um, Brenda points out a friend in Scotland just had a guy five houses down killed and chopped up with an axe in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's messy. Yes. Very messy. Axe murders are very messy, especially if they're dull axes. All right. So in other news, it looks like some of the lawyers are going to get penalized for bringing frivolous law cases. Mm -hmm. A federal judge is considering whether financial penalties or other sanctions against some of the former Trump's 
attorneys who signed onto lawsuits last year challenging Michigan's law, uh, election laws. Go for it. Go for it, honey. Make them write those checkbooks. Uh, you know, definitely. Oh, uh, taking crap. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. I had a little bit of a camera issue there. Okay. Uh, which article again? I'm so sorry. We are talking about Trump's lawyers might be penalized. Ah, yes. Yes. Now, I've been watching some of this because it's all Zoom, so you can watch it on YouTube. She ain't taking shit, honey. She's pissed off. Like, someone did not give her good coffee that morning. She's like, shut up. We're not discussing that. You can file your motion if you want to. I've already said we're moving past that issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love federal judges because in their courtroom, they are the world, and their attitudes are so hilarious. Some are really cool. Some are like, fuck you. Fuck this. Fuck that. Deny. Deny. Shut up. Mute him. She literally told one of the, the court people, mute him. I'm tired of hearing him. <laughs> oh, that had to be a change. Yes. Oh, Here's the thing. It wasted so much money, it was ridiculous. And clogged up our already clogged up court system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and but that seems to be like the rich man's, you know, strategy mm -hmm. um, for legal cases is just outlive them. Yes. Just tie it up in paperwork and, you know, continuances and motions and just keep throwing as much as you can at a wall until finally someone dies and gets or gets tired of this crap. Mm -hmm. That you know we're 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 too much money in, we're too much time in. Just cut your losses and get out of this. Yeah, yeah, no, um, she ain't having it. She, these frivolous lawsuits, she is fed up with. She's fed up with lawyers trying to presenting evidence that isn't evidence when you know it's lies. You have to, you know, as a law, you have to say that you believe and have within evidence this information. And they didn't. Yeah. That, that's, that's been a big hot topic in that uh, situation. Just the, the, the willingness to lie in open court. Right. Well, like you, you didn't have it. You never had it. Exactly. And we saw this out of uh, Giuliani. Giuliani is suspended from practicing law in New York State, in Washington, D.C., and they're looking at other places that he can be suspended or disbarred. Like, his best bet is to shut up, pay, and get the hell out and retire, because Lord knows he's older than God oh, and yeah. shouldn't have the money to retire. Oh, yeah. One would have, although if Trump would pay his bill. Well, you know. <laughs> there is that. Um, though it may also, in, in a slightly sideways connected story, um, it may just be that, that, you know, Trump just doesn't have a bank account yet. He has been... Well, he's, his Florida account just got closed. Right. Yeah. So, like, there are now a whole list of banks that will not do business with him. Mm -hmm. They're just like, mm, no, sorry, thanks. Have a great day. Not happening. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 
So I don't know. Maybe you can get a Bluebird account. Get, Maybe, get although, you know, I hear Bluebird's very picky about their accounts. Um, you know, but I'm sure the China Bank will be happy to extend him to U.S. privileges. Um, there you go. Yeah. You know, so for those that don't know, he has more money in China than he's paid taxes in the United States in the past 20 years. Of course, well, he he's than he's paid taxes in the last 20 years. <laughs> Maybe he should just invest, invest in Dogecoin since that's what he's good at is dodging things. Oh, so Dogecoin, you think? Yeah, Dogecoin sounds pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens. And let me follow up. I'm checking the national news. We are up to, um, from the Florida collapse, we're up to 90 deaths. That means we still have 45 missing that is on a recovery mission. Yeah, I keep trying to watch some of the different videos, uh, more so about what at least is thought to have happened. Um, and I will say it's a very weird construction. And some of the stuff that I was seeing like today, I, like there was this one video that's pointing out that that whole segment of the building had totally different columns. Mm -hmm. As in they were made to totally different specs. And I keep looking at it going, did someone do a plan revision and just screw up? I don't know. I think that it has been reported and should have been condemned a long time ago. Well, I, I mean, this is on top of the, like, structural problems with the building. Right. I mean, when you've got water dripping into your parking garage from your pool, there's an issue. Well, and there was apparently the under... Uh, so, if you look at, uh, like, that pool deck area, it's all pavers. Mm -hmm. And those pavers are sitting on a water barrier. And that water barrier is on top of concrete. Okay, one of the things that they're pointing out is that there was already a noted structural problem that um, comes from the original design is they designed that as flat concrete. Mm -hmm. Bad, bad thing. It mm -hmm. meant that any water that got onto the patio deck, which was uncovered, um, any water that got on there didn't have anywhere to go. It just had to sit there and wait to evaporate. Right. So, yeah, there there were numerous problems with that structure. But it was the columns that got me. Like, mm -hmm. well, well, there was pictures of the columns and all that was left was rebar. Like, mm -hmm. who does that? Um, Actually, chemical reaction does that. Well, get that, but why the heck wouldn't you be patching the hell out of that as quickly as possible? Well, that may have... Uh, honestly, you'd think aesthetically they would do that. Yeah. Um, if for nothing other than to fix the aesthetic of it. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality is it wasn't going to hold. Well, um, that should hold. Pardon? Go in there and show your, you know, go in there and fix it, repair it, do it right. Well, yeah, and that was the problem is there were a number of repairs that needed to have been done. There were a number of situations that were not being addressed. Right. You know, and it's clear that, you know, somebody needs to be suing the uh, city because they were supposed to be getting inspected. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't. 
Yeah, just the sheer number of other buildings they found immediately in the aftermath. We're up to 42 of them that are at the point of condemning. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that may be the... Yeah, that may be the unfortunate good outcome in this situation. Like, th there's nothing good about it. Um, but it may end up being, uh, uh, or may end up saving a lot of other lives. Mm -hmm. The one building went down. Mm -hmm. um, but that triggered a lot of other buildings uh, being identified as uninhabitable, condemnable, and in serious need of repair. Right. Um, so I, I I know there's nothing good about this situation. Like, I will never say that. But good things can come uh, out of tragedies. Right. And this may have actually saved a lot of lives. Right. And you do have another question from Christina. Do. I'm ready. Okay. Christina, 922.85. Curious if the reason I've been dreaming about bunnies is because I'm uh, getting pregnant with twins and when? I'll be honest. I don't see twin, you getting pregnant with twins for at least six months. That is not why you're dreaming of bunnies, though. Bunnies is money. So finance is coming towards you. Hey, it helps pay for the babies. Yes. They need stuff. Lots of stuff. Because looking at the cards, I'm looking at you having a total of five to five children. So I don't know where you're at in that math, but you're headed there. <laughs> if, there is a process to actually condemn a building, and they've got to give them time to fix the buildings. Yeah. Um, at this point, they can do a notice to condemn, mm -hmm. um, which lists all the problems that need to be immediately addressed. And usually there's a very short time frame. Right. Um, now, the other thing that can occur is they can revoke a certificate of occupancy. Right. Um, which means, effectively, the building is uninhabitable. Right. Um, that's, uh, I believe, typically fire departments uh, issue those. You're right. So, yeah, there, there are some things they can do there. Um, but, yeah, generally, if you condemn a building, it's, it's a process, no matter how technically dangerous it is. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's a whole remediation phase in which you've got to be on top of it. Yeah. Like they don't give you a lot of time to sit and play with it. They don't. It's like, you got to have a plan to us in 30 days. But mm -hmm. here's the worry and problem is this can happen to those 49 buildings any moment because Florida's land itself is nothing but sand and water, a shifting tide, a storm like where like New York got hit with. Mm -hmm. could cause a collapse of any of these buildings. Well, yeah, and they're in a storm-prone area anyway. Right. So, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more scrutiny. Um, or I would have hoped uh, before this there was more scrutiny. Um, but at least in this situation, given as much attention is on it, there mm -hmm. will probably be a lot more scrutiny than you would have, say, you know, in the middle of West Virginia where, you know, technically we don't have that many big uh, storms. No. Most of are big stand. buildings. Yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of big buildings either. That does not right. So have you seen much about this Cuban uprising? I've seen a little bit about it. Um, I, uh, um, 
what I was getting from some of the stories I was reading is this is like a repeat of Sewing Descent back in the 80s. Yeah. Like pre-embargo. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I don't know what else going on there, um, but it does look like there is a massive riot over um, food and the shortage thereof. Well, there's a massive problem of food. Cuba's shut down their internet. Oh, wow. Okay, so Christina points out this would be uh, their first pregnancy and does want to know, do you get boys first or girls? Boys first, then girls, then boy. Ah, there you go. All right. And yes, guys, you're going to hear Gizmo barking in the back. He's inside because there's a thunderstorm. And he doesn't like thunder. We have him comfortable. He's in his kennel with his toys. But he's going to bark if he hears thunder. Yes. Sorry, guys. This is one of the things we're still working on. Yeah, he, he, he definitely sounds like the, you know, please send help puppy. Yes. Um, I, I assure you, he is more comfortable than we are. He has more toys. He has more comforts than hey, <laughs> you could imagine. Boy. No, I mean, he's a spoiled little puppy, all right? I'm just saying, he's a spoiled little puppy. Um, Are the Gizmo and Vlad playing well? Well... Once they they're start the picking order. Yeah, they're they're still figuring themselves out. Yeah. Gizmo and Vlad are getting aware. We've had two incidents. Both of them was Vlad. Both of them was showing Giz that, no, I'm the big dog. So mm -hmm. that's normal impact behavior. Nobody was injured. Nobody was hurt. It was just a lot of mouthing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But no, um, the biggest problem being Vlad's an older boy, and he's kind of out of his playful days. Mm -hmm. but he still plays a little, but yeah, he's like not play with a puppy play. Yeah, he, he's like I want to play for like two minutes, and then I'm good. I, yeah. I'll go take a nap. Thanks. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He totally ends up sounding like he is being murdered over like waiting for dinner. Like, that's it. Like, he's just sitting there waiting for the food to be delivered to him because, you know, apparently Asen has become like, you know, puppy food, you know, Uber. Um, <laughs> well, someone has to do it. I mean, because Asen and um, yeah. So, yeah, no, but he like Karen's it up like. Oh, he sounds like he's being murdered for it. Oh yeah, total total drama queen city here. Oh yeah, um, he's full drama queen. Um, he recently, well, today he finally decided that he would get into the car after mm -hmm. he had his walk. For those that follow me on TikTok, you saw him after he had his first trail walk, and he done very well in that. Yeah. So you know, it's one of those. We're getting it's it's a three 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 for those looking to rescue dogs. It's three days for them to begin detoxing. Three weeks for them to begin attempting to trust. We're past that point. Now we're at the, and getting into routine. Now we're headed. Our next goal point is the three months when they start recognizing that they're home. He is a pretty boy. He is a very pretty boy. Um, Barista's got pics of him first, um, and but I will do more TikToks with him and Vlad. 
Um, they both get trail walks every morning. Asen has increased his activity in the mornings. Mm -hmm. um, for those clients that do not know, I have switched to daytime hours. Here's why. I now have two children. Both of them require walking. Both of them require attention. So they have to, so I switched over to day shift. Also, it said he's out my medicational rotation. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, he is very cute. He tends to be very cute. He's also very manipulative. He is manipulative. Oh, like, he's crazy. Do I now? Of even Prissy, the 22-year-old Pomer Pomeranian that has nothing to do with none of them. Yeah. She'll at least leave him scraps in her bowl. Mm hmm Yes. Because he, I, like, I don't think we found the maximum quantity of food he could eat. Right. Like, he is happy to eat all the foods. Yes. All the foods, anywhere, ever. He's such a hungry puppy. So we do have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ashley82696, do you see me adopting a pet soon? I'm thinking about a chinchilla or a hedgehog, but I'm very on the fence. Are we sure on the chinchilla or the hedgehog? Because I'm selling something a little bigger. Something a little bit more kid friendly. Um, so yes, I do, but I feel like that is probably about five months out. All right, so we have a guest, so Joe's going to pop out, and Bear Sage is going to pop on. Um, Bear Sage is a new psychic to you guys. Um, I've known him for a good while, and he, he we're going to talk about his woodcutting. Uh, he forgot his axe, guys. I'm sorry. He forgot it. Maybe he'll be able to do it again. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'll see you guys, I guess, at, what, the end of the show? Yeah, you'll be back. Yeah, yeah I'll be back. So, y'all take care. Don't be too evil. Um, And see y'all in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Also, to follow up from the previous conversation, I found the Ken Peas I was looking for. Just like you said I would. I'm glad you were able to find them. Can pet can can piece. Yes. Yes, Shannon, you are allowed to be as evil as you like to be. Oh, Spanish limes. Thank you. Yes, yeah, some words Asen does not know. For those that do not know, Asen does have dyslexia. So, yes, that's why Joe normally reads the questions and commentary. All right, so it looks like Bear Sage is ready to come on. Hello, Bear Sage. Welcome from the woods. Hey there, Asen. Hello, everybody. Good so, to be here. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a bit of a lumberjack. I live uh, in the uh, West Virginia mountains and uh, do... Uh, a lot of different things up there, but most of the time I spend out in the woods with uh, the trees, the plants, the animals, and uh, just enjoying nature. You do, and now you're starting to do readings, finally, after we got you ready. I am, and I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying the opportunity to help people. Mm -hmm. Yep, and you're on Ken. You're also part of West Virginia Psychic. Um, 
you know, you allow for empathic abilities, you do tarot. So what's your hardest question so far since you're still green to the industry? You know, I think, I don't think any question has been particularly hard. It's the repetitive questions that you get that are a little bit troublesome where the person that you're reading for will ask the same question 40 different ways because they didn't really like the answer that you gave them the first time and the cards don't really change. No, they don't. And I don't think that that's something that me and you both have in common with our readings. Like if our cards say it ain't happening, no matter which way you go about this, it ain't happening. It ain't going to happen. You know, you can reframe the question, but it still ain't happening. And I mean, it's and I tell people right up front, I ask them very, very, very straightforwardly. Do you want me to be blunt or do you want me to be soft and squishy? Um, yeah. Because th there are two different types of people and they respond well to different types of readings. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes you just end up having to be blunt at the end anyway. Right. And I'm just blunt all the time. I mean, uh, you know. 2019, I should have bought stocking Kleenex. <laughs> and, you know, one of the other things I find really funny uh, is I've been reading now for a while on Keen is the cycles. You know, it seems like on a Thursday afternoon, every woman is calling me to tell me about a breakup. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's like, boom. Here it is. I'm going to have 14 calls about breakups today, and this is all we're going to deal with. Uh, and I'm going to be a soft shoulder for people to cry on. Right. Now, do you deal with astrology? Have you started noticing the zodiac cycles yet? I have. I'm not quite as keen on astrology as I am on the empathy and feeling the energy from the person I'm working with. Mm -hmm. um, I focus more on that. Um, I get a lot, especially when I'm on the phone um with vibration in the voice and the tenor um and that's you know i that's how i connect more so than following the astrology signs although i am learning a lot more about it and, and becoming more comfortable with it and uh, so. yeah because you'll start noticing like for three weeks, Taurus, every caller you have that has a relationship problem is a Taurus. Mm -hmm. I actually asked you, um, so how do you keep that from bringing you down? That's a great question. One of the things that we have to do as readers is we have to make sure that we are well grounded, uh, both when we start and at times through the cycle. I had an experience, I want to say it was the beginning of last week where I had a unexpected occurrence for me and I did a channeling for one of my clients mm -hmm. and it, channeling is not something I would advertise for myself by any means, mm -hmm. but the energy was right. And her sister came through and it was such an emotional experience, not only for the client, but for me as well, that I had to cancel my next two calls and I'd simply apologize and say, I will call you back here in 30 minutes. I'll send you some free minutes. I need a chance to ground. And mm -hmm. so when you get to that point where, you know, you start to feel down, you feel your energy starting to drag, you do need to take a break. You need to recenter, you know, go outside. For me, that's really important. I go out, sit down on a stump somewhere and just recharge. 
Yeah. And it's important to keep that reader's balance. I find it so much in our profession. We have readers that either overwork themselves and then knock themselves out or they underwork and then they get all nervous. And, and it's like, chill, just go to the, go outside, go, go lay down on the grass. I don't care if you're allergic to it, go lay down on the grass. Um, I think one of the other things that's really important as well, Asen, is to recognize when you don't connect with somebody. Yeah. And instead of sitting there and trying to power through a reading and you're just not connecting, it's just much easier and simpler to say, you know, I apologize. I'm just not getting your energy right now. And I think you would be better off with another reader. Yeah, very much so. And because you're, you're doing yourself a favor and you're doing the client a favor as well. Right. And that's something the king does allow you to do is say, look, you know, we, this isn't working. I rarely have that case, but that's also because I work with so much different energies and different positions that uh, maybe five times in my career, I've had to look at someone and go, I don't get you. I don't understand your issue. I don't understand your client. You know, I don't understand anything here. Go and go talk to this one. She's going to get this. Or go talk to that one. Now, I'm more blunt. I'm very blunt to people. And they're like, oh, you are so insensitive. No, it's because I have to stay up here. And spirits, guides, and your life plan do not give a darn about your emotions or your feelings. They care of you more about what you're doing, where you're doing it, and why you're doing it. Um, so I've been talking to a lot of people lately. And it's been coming up repetitively for me that, you know, it's not about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Mm -hmm. And especially in regards to relationships, but it applies to every aspect of life. And so many people are focused. You know, I get, as an example, a caller the other day, when is he going to marry me? Well, how long have you been in? Two weeks. Okay. Well, you know, we probably need to worry about, you know, getting a couple more weeks in yet, hon. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and this is something me and you got into the other day in a conversation. Clients and their questions. Here's an example. Will I get a job promotion? Cards say yes. You will get a job promotion. Mm -hmm. Will I get married? Yes, you'll get married. Will I do this? No, you will not do that. Okay. Then they come back and go, well, I didn't get the job promotion I asked you about yesterday. You didn't ask me about the one you were going for. You asked that's, if you would have one. That's one of the things. And, and, you know, I've got a couple of clients that I've been reading for a long time now. And, you know, they've came back at some point and they've realized that instead of giving them the answers that they really need, sometimes spirit tells me to give them the answer, the, the answers to the questions that they're asking. Mm -hmm. And part of that is because they're not ready for the actual truth yet. And well, that, they're not ready to know what the answer is. That, uh, or, you know, what I find is spirit has a long time there. Uh, All right, I'm going to take you guys' questions here in a little bit. Um, just so that you, Shaggy and Fiery, know that I'm going to be talking about that too. I'll be doing those. Um, but no, because spirit, you know, when I do a reading, and I had to break this down for you, is when you are in true connection, 
the things about timing and all that, spirit doesn't get that. And I literally, like, I had to train my spirit guide to tell me time. And I know you're still working with your guides and figuring out how to get that. Give me how close or how far away it is, is how I basically got David to tell me. You know, if it's far away, it's six months a year. You know, is it a mile away from them in the, you know, in the file or is it real close in front of them? And then I began figuring out that time period. But, you know, when you're asking questions and the psychic is in that alpha stage, they don't, they can't edit that information or there is an effect. It's kind of like if you're playing, if me and Bear and Ashley was playing telephone and everything I told Ashley to tell Bear, she added to, eventually I'm going to slap Ashley and tell her, stop that. <laughs> You know, so that tends to happen. So you're but, getting that. But at the same time, we do get, as guides and advisors, we do get very specific messages on how to deal with some of our clients. Yeah. And, you know, that that's a little bit surprising sometimes because it's like you just want to scream out, look, you need to dump this loser because you're wasting your time. But spirit's telling us, they need to go through this for a lesson. Just walk them through it, be there for them, and guide them through it because they need your help. Yeah, very much so. And a lot of people don't understand that some relationships are lessons. My first husband was a damn good lesson. People say they're dating a the devil. Please, honey, I've got his address, his phone number, and his social security number. We'll compare and see if you two are dating the devil or not. <laughs> but... Um, you're a little different when it comes to readings. You're, you'll find your... And have you done this yet? Because I know you're not super computery. I'm not super car-y. But I've described an engine problem in a, in a car before, not having a damn clue what I'm looking at. Have you done that with, like, computers or other situations yet? I have. And there are a couple things I'm not good at. Um, I'm not good at locating things. Um I can sense energy with people really well. Um, I can sense energy with animals and uh, anything that has a spirit. But inanimate objects in me, I have a hard time with them. Well, that's understandable because it's not on that spiritual plane yet. Now, what I do tell people to do is take a case knife. For those that don't know a case knife, Shannon, <laughs> go. We will discuss that. For those that don't know what a case knife is, that is a sharper um, butter knife. You set it in the last room you had the object, and you spin it, and it will point to the direction to where it's at. Well, I'm lucky enough to know some people on uh, Keen that I can refer uh, missing objects to. And I don't mind doing that because it truly is a skill. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, so we're doing we're doing something this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We're doing the virtual psychic fair. You'll be taking appointments all day, all three days. Matter of fact, you're starting earlier than most of us because you get up way dang early. I do. Yeah, you know, you rise when the sun rises. You literally have to drag him in. When the you know when the moon rises, just so he'll stay together. Well, 
And, you know, the, the other thing to point out, you know, we do have a very different style of reading because you read cards very rapidly and I actually take a much slower approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and my approach is because my energy comes directly from the person that I'm working with. So sometimes I can read rapidly, but a lot of times I'm listening for cues in the spirit mm-hmm. realm and, and trying to make sure that I'm bringing my message across in a way that makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that can take very different paths. Um, uh, we did a client the other day who felt like they had a, malignant spirit in her home and uh, had a dream a couple of days before and you know i was able to bring through and show her the dream and what it meant and and how it aligned with the energy that she was feeling in her home mm-hmm. but you know that's a process that's a that's you know that's not a I, that's not a quick read uh no. for me right but you'll get there. Your your p- speed will increase. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and knock these out real fast. You want me to read them for you? I'd love for you to read them for me. All right. We'll start with Swaggy Star. I love the name. Evening, gentlemen. Will my boyfriend and I get this beautiful townhouse we liked? And if so, when? 713 of 85. I feel you do get the townhome. It looks like you're moving in about seven weeks. When you do get this townhome, I want you to make them check the plumbing. I don't know what's up with it, but there's a plumbing problem that if you don't fix early, it's going to be a pain in your ass. Next one is Fiery Dragon. Mm Hi. Hi. I'm wondering if the guy I'm interested in is really moving here to my city for that good paying job or me, or both, 814 of 86. Both. But the great paying job is what he's going to focus on because he's trying to show off that he can be a provider. Look at me. I'm so strong. I can take care of you. He is one of those men that are still typoed into that hunter-gatherer mode that a lot of men still get into. And that would be the last one for now. Awesome. Okay. So what do you, when do you think men will evolve? I mean, women adapt very quickly. They're all over social media. They have emotional openness all over. What about men? You know, that's a really good question because men evolve emotionally at a slower pace than, than women, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But part of that in today's society is also a stigma mm-hmm. because we've been taught that it's not okay to be an emotional man. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we grew up from a young age and our parents, you know, mom's the emotional one, dad's the strong, silent type. And, you know, we learn that. And right, it's, it's a societal issue and it kind of sucks to be honest, because, you know, as you know, through your readings, Mm-hmm. You know, how many times do we talk about the emotional maturity levels? And yeah, I'm sorry, honey, your man's just not emotionally mature enough to deal with this. Right. So he's going to run. He's going to hide. He'll come back out of his cave. He's going to go figure out what to do and come back to it. Yep. Yes. And, you know, don't worry about the commitment phobia. Eventually it'll go away. 
Right. And a lot of times it's not commitment phobia. It's their checklist. Can I provide for somebody? Do I have a home for them? Do I have room in my life for them? It's all this other stuff grinding in there that goes into a man's checklist that women don't even think about anymore because they got their own jobs. They got their own money. They got their own life. They got their own friends. They're just wanting a partner. But for a man, it's so many more levels there. Well, and we grow up with the expectation that we're supposed to be the provider. Mm -hmm. You know, we're supposed to go out and bring home the bacon. And that's not always the case anymore. But it's so ingrained mm -hmm. in the way that we're taught growing up. Everything right. from what we learned in elementary school to middle school to high school, what we saw with our parents. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think the kids nowadays are mm -hmm. going to be in so much more of a, a spot where they can grow up emotionally. Yeah. I think they're going to do a much better job than we did because they don't have those expectations. Um, not like we did anyway. No, not at all. And, you know, I think that it's causing a big shift in our society because we have super dads. You know, we used to have super moms. Now we have super dads. Right. They cook, clean, take care of the basketball, baseball, football, whatever. Um, and I think that's opening up a lot of things. And we have, you know, and I'm seeing it a lot more out of straight men. They're starting to use emojis and text messages. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing because looking from that generation, of Gen X's, and there's a lot of talk about us Gen X's, you know, who railed in the back of cars and, you know, without seatbelts and we survive. Yeah, but we also got a lot of the stigma from the silent generation and the boomers imprinted over us. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're ready for another reading, I, I can do am. that. I am. So, almond milk candy. Mm -hmm. 415 of 82. My crush wants to have a heart-to-heart -heart convo. And I'm wondering if he's going to open up to me about how he feels about me and anything else you might get. I feel he does open up and say, look, I'm interested. But I can't go at this speed. I've got this going on, that going on, this going on, this going on, this going on. Can we do this slowly? Can we mature this out? And it's not that he's not that invested in you or that he doesn't like you as much as you do. It's him having that ability to really recognize that he can get lost in you very quickly. And that for him is danger. So you're going to have to take it slow. You're going to get that heart to heart. You're going to get that deep conversation you want out of him. And he um, is God to do it on his terms. And when he's doing that, and anytime you have important conversations with him, no phone, no TV, no noise in the background. Oh, I think you're going to be looking at being his girlfriend within three weeks, honey. Like the girlfriend's the easy title. It's the waking up in the morning and him being all frantic because he's got to do X, Y, and Z. That you're going to have to really figure out how to deal with. Okay. So what do you want to talk about in our industry? 
Well, there are some really awesome things going on here in West Virginia that I'm really excited about and looking forward to investing both my time and uh, energy into. The West Virginia Psychics is really exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to helping develop that to be not just a local network, but I really feel like Appalachia and West Virginia has a lot to offer the rest of the country because we've got a lot of that old time wisdom from the hills. And, you know, there's something to be said for the history that comes from here and the lessons that we've learned. Yeah. And, you know, um, um, Amon Milkani said, you're saying just listen to him because I feel, I feel it's going to be a deep conversation. Honey, you better take a shovel because that's how deep it is. You're going to dig yourself out of it. Yeah, and we do. And I think it's because of the courts in the mountains. You know, a lot of people talk about going to Sedona. Over the past 15 to 20 years, I've seen more psychics move to West Virginia because their guides told them so. Well, I think, you know, when we when we think about West Virginia and we think about, you know, the phrase almost heaven, you know, for me, West Virginia is the freedom to be natural, you know, to be in nature, not to have to, you know, go to a park to find myself. I can go out my front door. I can connect with the trees. I can talk to the oak, the maple. And, you know, it's not just the courts that's here, but there's a lot of different elements. Mm-hmm. I mean, the you know, there's the coal. I, you know, a lot of people think that's a negative, but there's some positive to having coal on the ground here. Mm-hmm. All right. So Shannon Cole has a question there. 81877. Any insight on this family secret that is being kept from me? Yes, I've asked. No one is talking. Okay, this secret will not. You need to go. This secret has to do with a child and a mother and another mother. Um, this secret is sh- is shameful to the older members of it. And yes, it will be talked about, but you're looking at probably Christmas before it's really slipped out there. Okay. So Brenda asks, how do you like uh, the change the change of living in West Virginia? Because you're not originally from here. You're from Washington State. I am. I am actually an Islander. I grew up on an island in uh, Washington State. And uh, about the only thing I miss about it is the actual ocean and the fishing that I was able to do up there. Um, I belong in the mountains. Um, my name, my persona, my energy comes from being in an elevated place uh, with nature. And so West Virginia to me is, it's almost like being connected directly to spirit for me Mm -hmm. and the ability to feel that energy all around me. And I've lived in a lot of different places. I've traveled a lot. I've been in, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, Fort Lauderdale, DC, you know, and I've missed the freedom to just go out and rejuvenate, refresh, find my peace. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's that's one of the reasons that we, me and my family, we chose to come back 
to the mountains. Uh -huh. Now, I'm going to debate you on the fishing, and here's why. If you take one of those, uh, you're going to need one of those sea poles, one of the ones that haul, the haul in those big, huge fish. Go down to the New River in the Gully area, and you can either catch gold or a catfish bigger than a man. Your choice. <laughs> yes, but I can't eat them, so I, or I wouldn't yes, eat them. You can't eat catfish. <laughs> yes, Run but I wouldn't. Like nothing else. I wouldn't eat anything from the New River. That water comes down from the Radford plant. That water comes up, comes up from the Radford plant. It doesn't go down. It comes up. It flows in reverse. It does, but I you can't hold a, a, a West Virginia catfish up to a Pacific salmon or a steelhead. Some will debate you. That's okay. Yep. And it all depends on how much milk you soak that fish in. Oh no 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 no! We're not we're not soaking it in milk. <laughs> we're 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 putting it out on the grill in aluminum foil with butter, garlic, scallions, and you know. I don't know. You got to soak it in milk and dip it in corn corn <laughs> meal and throw that sucker in the deep fryer. Well, we'll have to have a cook off sometime. Oh, I'd love to, and we will. Uh, who knows? We might film that for the YouTubers. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Right. All right. So Shannon Cole says, uh, I love my mom from Ohio. I wouldn't move back unless uh, no other options. Welcome. We love West Virginia. I have lived all over the Eastern Sea. Oh, and Brenda's ex was from Seattle. Love our <laughs> looser fishing walls. That could be interpreted interpreted a couple of different ways, Brenda. I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah. All right. So thank you for joining us, everyone. BearStage.com is his domain name, and you can go and book private appointments there. You can go to West Virginia Psychics and book um, the Virtual Psychic Fair there with them. All right. So if you'll pop, I'll pop you out, and we can uh, bring Techie Joe back. Thanks, everybody. It was a pleasure to be here. All right. Yes, less restrictions. A lot of less restrictions on a lot of things. Um, apparently, it doesn't matter what you catch as long as you catch it. Yeah, Bear Sage has been hanging out, and, you know, Tuesdays is normally what I call our work days. That's when I can get him in from the woods, and, you know, we can get some stuff done. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Looks like Techie's getting ready to come back in. He's getting all settled up. Welcome back. Well, yeah, that sounds like that went really well. It did. Oh, you think you should read audiobooks? We will put him on that next. If I can get him to do it, you know, he's got a voice. I think he can do meditational tracks. Well, now, he, yeah, he also does meditations, like guided meditations. Mm -hmm. Imagine that one. Uh-huh. That would be awesome, especially to do the Yellow Brick Road meditation. That would be a good one. Yeah. All right, Janeki, it's time for some hot takes. What you got in the file box? Oh, hot takes? What? Yes, it's time to get some fire going. Oh, no. I, I'm I'm not ready for hot takes. Oh, come on. You spend half the day reading stuff. I know I spend half the day reading stuff, but I anymore, I'm just like, I don't even want to know. <laughs> 
Like that was kind of with the UK articles. I was like, I, you know, part of me just doesn't want to know. Oh, like it's been crazy. It has been. I, oh, yes, there should be psychic tea tonight. Will you go fetch me some tea, honey? Oh, will I go get you tea? Yes. As in the, the overlay? No, as in the go into the group and find where Ashley dropped the hot teas. Ooh, we have hot tea in groups. Ooh. Yeah, in the barista break room. Yes, getting there, getting there. Um, so yeah. Ba 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 ba. Da, 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 da. Oh yes, that is a good hot take topic. All right, Marilyn Manson turns himself into police for 2019 incident. Um, so yeah. Um, so he turned himself into police in Los Angeles last week in relation to a 2019 arrest warrant from the Guilford, New Hampshire Police Department, um, which was issued for acts alleged to have occurred on August 19th of 2019, uh, while he was performing a concert at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Um, yeah, Class A misdemeanor, simple assault. Um, let's see. Okay. He's oh, yeah. with a fine. Oh, he turned himself in on my birthday. How nice of him. <laughs> to walk out with a fine. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. The, the, I'll be really in-depth and evil with this. He's going to get out with a fine, but there are much more things that Marilyn Manson should be charged with, and I do think karma is going to catch up with him. Um, he used to be a lot of people's look up to. Now it's like a poor thing. Um, and it's, he's just headed down a road of destruction. He has been down this road for a good while now. Um, looking at the cards, it's showing a lot of towers. Um, and it's also showing that he's not really in a good spot. Emotionally, financially, all over the place. So I don't look for this to be much of a hoopla. All right. Well, here's one. Okay. Um, so Australian police have issued a fresh appeal for help to find the remains of Peter Falconio, the British backpacker murdered in the outback 20 years ago. Um, the 28-year-old was shot dead when he and his girlfriend, Joanne Lees, were ambushed near Alice Springs in 2001. His body was never found. Australian man Bradley Murdoch was found guilty of his murder in 2005. Despite pleas, he has refused to tell authorities where he disposed of Mr. Falconio's body. They need to look in the caves. He's either in a cave or what looks to be like a crack in the earth. What's left of him? It's really just his backpack equipment and some skeletal remains. All right. Um, let's see. Sorry, I thought that would be a good one. Right, and I'm going to clear this up. The only reason I'm commenting on this is this is a closed investigation. If this was an active investigation, I would not comment on this. 
Very true. Um, when it's an active investigation, I will work with only a an in charge detective. I will not work with family members. Love family members to death. I will tell them have their their investigator contact me because there's a lot of times there's details and information that the family really doesn't need to know, and also. There are things that I will talk about in a reading with an investigator, and he will know what I'm talking about. Whereas the family will have no clue. Right. So Nick Cannon was one with all his BM. Uh, oh, baby mamas, baby mamas. Uh -huh. That was the other one, Nick Cannon and all his baby mamas. Yeah, Nick Cannon's going to be broke. Like, you know, the boy needs to go see Sip Sip. He's going to keep this behavior up. Pretty much. Like, Probably after like him getting some new money, a new role or something, that'll be zapped up in no time. When we're looking at it in general, I don't feel Nick Cannon settling down to only one person. I think he's going to be one of those that dates forever. We've seen that out of him before. Um, but the baby mamas are teaming up. I'm going to start working together to take assets. Like, they're going to start seizing and forfeiting. But oh. as a team. Oh, we got another one. Okay. Uh, so Cardi B scored a legal victory in her ongoing battle with the blogger. A judge just tossed the blogger's countersuit against Cardi B. Yeah, because it was with, notwithstanding. Cardi B's um, the suit was terrible. Terrible. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of allegations, threats. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of crap there. There's a lot of bullshit that goes on. Cardi B and this blogger have been going at it forever. Um, everyone knows Cardi B ain't got clean hands. She ain't a saint or an angel. She came up the right way. Um, she sings about her life. She isn't one of those that pulled together. Ooh, any opinions on Cardi B buying her daughter a $1.5 million necklace for her third birthday? I totally, agree with it. I totally agree with it. Here's why. Joe, what did I tell you about our finances? Let me know, let you know, and you can buy houses and diamonds. Yes. So that $1.5 million necklace right now is $1.5 million. When that child is 21 years of age, no matter what country she's in, that necklace is going to be worth more than that. So it's an investment. It's better than paying 90 bucks for a pair of Nikes for a three-year-old. Very true. Yeah. Furthermore, mama worked for that money. Mama sold records for that money. Mama overspent a many night in the club singing her, rapping her little head off for that money. By golly, spend it any way you want. He doesn't need to cover the rich man, white man's to space. Oh, yeah, and then there's the uh, uh, billionaire race to space. Where are we on that one? I'm all for it. Let's send as many, many billionaires to space as we can get here as walking. <laughs> if they had followed the original plans, I would be able to go take a vacation on the moon by now. We should have a base. We should have a settlement on the moon. 
Well, not to mention though, they're like, but the part that gets me is, you know, you know, they are going to get back and like, eventually we're going to end up with billboards on the moon. So you can't even do like a nice little like uh, uh, lunar eclipse moment without being like brought to you by Amazon. That's fine. We already have enough billboards up there and space trash. Now, if the billionaires wanted to do something good, they can be bringing some of that space trash back down with their lazy butts. Because here's the facts. We still don't have a billionaire in space. He got up close enough to space. Yeah. Okay. He went into space as much as I got to go into New Mexico. I flew over it. Yep, basically. Well, you know, those flyover states will get you every time. Right. And what's but, the right here? Pardon? Oh, plus it won't fluctuate like cash or other items. Exactly. Yep. It is pretty much worth what it is worth. And it will only go up from there. Exactly. Especially, you know, I'm sure it's gorgeous. I'm sure it's something that can be grown and modeled and increase in value. Oh, talk about other, you know, um, celebrities behaving badly. Uh, So Andy Dick was arrested over the weekend for assault with a deadly weapon. Um, the LAPD has confirmed page six. Oh, wow. Apparently assaulted his lover, Lucas, with a metal chair. A metal chair? Yeah. Okay. Like, there's some WWE on this shit. That's a little much. Now, you threaten to get a chair and a whip sometime, but that's just what I've had it. But yeah, a metal so- chair? Yeah, well, apparently Dick was just evicted from his home and moved into a hostel um, and was soon kicked out after bringing in a group of 11 people. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Is he going through another spiral? We've seen Dick go through spirals before. Yeah. Yep, he's going through another spiral. Um, guys wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't go to rehab. And I'm not talking about the monster drink rehab that I enjoy. I'm talking about in-course rehab. Can I say this? I think his partner is not going to be putting up with it, though. I do think this is a divorce. Yeah, apparently he did it, uh, well, in a quote with, uh, one of, ah, Apparently, according to one of his friends, um, yeah, the the huh, no one's really surprised. Uh, uh, she's glad he's in prison because he's safe. We don't have to worry that he is going to die today. Mm-hmm. That's that's a scary place to be in. That that's a scary place for anyone to be in. Oh. Oh, sorry, no, no, not Jordana. Uh, sorry, Elisa Jordana uh, on her YouTube show, Kermit and Friends. So not one of his friends, but yeah. Yeah. General theory there. Right. And not- that, you're glad that they're in jail so you know where the hell they are. Seriously. And that was June 30th. We're a little late on that one. But- well, let's talk That's- about this assassination in Haiti. Okay. 
for those who do not know, the president of Haiti was assassinated. Mm-hmm. We had to send a group of DEA, a group of people. I don't know which government it was, but the first lady and the president issued marching orders to go get the first lady and bring her to the United States. Okay. Apparently, one of the suspects used to work as an informant for the DEA, and they used the DEA breaking code, you know, calls and behaviors to assassinate him. Envoy. Yeah. Y'all guys think we got it bad? Haiti got a little worse. Of course, you know, Haiti has been, you know, basically marching, you know, one group after another, taking them over. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm seeing, uh, I saw a little bit of a story and I, I cannot get to it. Um, but I figure you know all about this one because right. one of your favorites, Wendy Williams. So big mouth. I am so pissed at her. Okay. A TikToker was killed. Mm-hmm. She was very insensitive with the story, but I also think this was one of those teleprompting stories where you're like seeing part of the story in the teleprompter. So you start talking about it and then you get the last little feed line and it's like passed away. And it's like, wow. Ooh. So, yeah. Ugh. Well, and those happen in the news. Yes. Um, especially when you're working with a teleprompter, especially if you're unrehearsed, if you didn't have right. time to rehearse, whatever happened. And she is on live TV. That yes. is to remember. She's very much like us. We're on live video cast. We don't have a teleprompter. We have Google. We use Google often. But yep. things, you know, it's like the Britney Spears hot tea thing. Things were coming out. And we're being fouled, and I'm doing the reading as it's happening, and I'm like, dude, this don't look good. And then boom, 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 we've seen it. You know, now the ACLU is involved. Now, you know, Congress wants to get a hold of her. Now this was going on. Now, you know, Daddy Spears is being shown for the dick he is. Wendy mm-hmm. Williams, do I think that she meant to be as insensitive as she was? No. Do I think that she normally is an, is an asshole? Yeah. In business, she's an asshole. She didn't know who this guy was. She's not on TikTok. That was mostly most of her statements. I don't know who this is. I don't know why it's making why it's on my teleprompter. And then you see pass away. And you can see the shock on her face with it. Yeah. So am I mad at her? Yes. Has she pulled this shit before? Yes. Do I think that she needs to get better briefings on her stories? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, at least point out to her that, like, dude died, so keep that in mind as you're reading. Yeah. You know, that that you're going to come, like, be careful. Right. Like, don't get too far down the road here. Right. Um, But, yeah. That's still a... Right. Oh, but yeah. Now, I'm still looking through to see if we have any more. But I am, I'm not really seeing any more. And Bitcoin no longer in talks to buy SAS Institute. All right. Now, 
Ooh, here's one for you. Apple's new mega safe battery permits reserve charging on the iPhone 12. Does what now? Reverse charging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, for some of us, that's not a new thing. Um, Android phones have actually been capable of that for a little bit now. Okay. As in, I could charge your phone up from mine. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I can share power with you. So, wow. yeah. I, like, honestly, though, I don't know anyone with an iPhone that has power to spare. Um, this is one thing I'll say. Like, don't get me wrong, we're not iPhone people, but I have never known a single iPhone owner that mm -hmm. has ever said, my battery is so high right now. Mm -hmm. Like, anyone could need a charge. I, I could charge them. Like, I don't know a single iPhone owner that has ever had that moment. Um, I'm not saying like anything negative really about phones, just that over the last few years, we, well, many, many years, we've had a constant problem with, you know, the battery's not enough. No. Like, can we get more battery? All right. Sending you an important one in private chat. I want you to talk about this one because I know your work desk is probably full or getting oh, ready to get full. Oh, no, not more work. No, I don't have room for work. Oh. Oh, really? 116 security holes, Microsoft? In Windows. Yeah, they, they patched those. Like, four of those are under active attack. 13 of the security bugs quashed in this month's release earned Microsoft's most dire critical rating. Meaning they can be exploited by malware. Oh, God. Another 103 were important. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. They're not having a good month. Well, a good, like, rolling 30-day month. Like, Windows 11, that's become a boondoggle before it's even out of the gate. Well, um, we know that Windows 11 will be shit. Point blank, it will be shit. Mm, I, mm, there's security features there I do really do like. They and that's causing, too. well, but it's causing issues with its ability to be backwards, com, uh, or, well, not backwards compatible exactly, but to be highly compatible with machines cur uh, that have been manufactured um, even recently. Um, just because if you have the wrong configuration of hardware, you're not going to have the hardware that Windows supports for Windows 11, so you're not going to be able to go, even if you did just buy a really expensive computer from Microsoft, like a Surface. Um, if you bought the wrong one, you may have spent like three, four, five thousand dollars that is now a paperweight, at least if you wanted to go to Windows 11. Well, no, this is the pattern, people. It's mm -hmm. an easy pattern to observe. XP, great. Vista, shit. Windows 7, great. Windows 8, trash. Windows 10, amazing. Windows 11, trash. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've kind of had a back and forth there for a long, long, long time. Um, and it, it's been ugly. Um, honestly, we were originally told with Windows 10, this was the last Windows. 
Mm -hmm. uh, much like uh, Apple did its OS X, and that's holy hell, we're on how many revisions of it? Um, like, because that was early 2000s. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know that I would call Windows 8 literally the worst OS I've ever seen. Did you see Windows Vista? Did you see Windows Vista? Um, like, Windows Vista had, had a moment there. Right. And <laughs> makes a great statement here. I would rather try Mac than Windows 8. You'd be trying Mac because Macs do not own themselves. They're rented. Basically. Oh, see, there's someone that enjoyed Vista. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. It was pretty. Like, the changes between the you know, versions. It was very pretty. Mm -hmm. It was very pretty. But you really needed 7 for the whole, like, get it together, Microsoft. Like, pull it together. Mm -hmm. uh, because I know from a tech side, it was annoying as hell. Uh, because they were doing a pretty big change in where everything was, at least control panel wise. And like working on one, they shifted a lot of things around. Um, so it, I, I know it started creating issues mentally for me that I know where this is. I know what I'm trying to do. It's not there. Um, so it took a lot, um, but Arrow was nice. It, it was nice for a hot moment. The system requirements to really get the full experience, though, that that was a lot of extra, like, horsepower for not a lot of benefit. Like, pretty. That's, that's what you spent a lot of extra money for with Vista, was to make it really pretty. Um, not really more functional, not really more anything else, but pretty, mm -hmm. very pretty. Yes. Um, so yeah. So for those looking to retire at the beach, Ooh. you are planning to retire after 2030. You may not want to put be by beachfront property. NASA has released a study moments ago that the moon's wobble will bring surges and coastal flooding in the 2030s for those that don't know the moon has been wobbling and it continues to wobble this affects ocean this affects weather this affects everything including people's behaviors mm -hmm. in the 2030s especially mid 2030s flooding will increase because the tides will be greater and if we continue on our trajected heat warming of the earth yeah, I may have beachfront property before the end of the, the 2040s. Oh, I don't think we're close enough to, or low enough to be beachfront, are we? Like, we're going to have a beach drive. No, we're going to, maybe 30 minutes. Well, yeah, but that's not beachfront. That's beachfront comparatively. Well, you know, comparatively. Little beach is eight hours away if you're driving. Um, hey! You didn't say we were going to the beach. I drive totally differently for that. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, screw you. Get out of my way. There is ocean. Uh huh. Totally different driving skill. Yep. 
but this is a natural occurrence. It occurs every 400, 500 years. High tide floods involve less water than storm surges from hurricanes. <laughs> yes, Florida, you might want to move. North Carolinians, you might want to move in. You, you might not want to encourage Florida to move exactly. Florida, Florida <laughs> moving, why not? Well, I mean, like, I, I think Florida and California both are on the verge of, like, breaking off anyway. Well, you know, it's really questioning. Okay. Um, it's very, very questioning on, you know, if it's going to break or if it's going to sink. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think an island of Florida and an island of California would be kind of cool. Well, I mean, I, not for people that live there, obviously, but <laughs> like that'd be a holy crap moment. Um, like your state's now an island. Um, you know, well, we're gonna treat you like that would be the nail in the coffin. Well, yeah, but well, especially when the U.S. like because apparently once you become an island, you get treated like crap. Like well, we no. reference Hawaii, Puerto Rico. <laughs> Uh, really and questionably, you know, there has been a large call for California to pull out of the United States. I think if they became their own island, that would be very quick. I, you know, I, th I think it would make it a little harder to justify. Like, I, I think they would kind of go very cool with the island vibe. Yeah. Like, after they repair. But, you know, that's because that's. That, that's not going to be an easy occurrence. That's not going to be like, oh, you know, we became an island. It was no big deal. Mm -hmm. Like I'd say that's going to be an ugly violin, like we became an island. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a very nice one. Um, is it Forbes? Yes, it is Forbes. All right, I'm going to post this up into the barista room. This is the map that I keep referring to when we start talking about major changes in the coast areas. Mm -hmm. uh, it was actually a spiritual ver uh, visionary in the early 80s that, pr that produced this map. Um, and it's quite interesting to look at what occurs. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's showing like California being islands and Nevada now having now being covered in water, um, Colorado being a big lake, the Mississippi doubling in size, West Virginia, of course, you know, we're in the middle and yeah, I can have beachfront property according to this map. That's a lot to deal with in a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But, you know, looking at our lifetime, there's been a lot of debate about, well, there's been a lot of changes in our lifetime alone. Hmm? It has. It's, it, well, yeah, it's been kind of a violent world. <laughs> Can I just point that out? It's very, like, unstable. Like, lots of big, sweeping changes. Mm-hmm. Like, we, 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 yeah. 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 There's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of culture changes. Like, I was talking with uh, Bear Sage, you know. There's a lot of environmental changes, a lot of, 
human changes and this big question about um, what the hell is really going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, like HIV, global warming. <laughs> What the hell happened with abortion? We thought we settled that with Roe v. Wade. Like, yeah. And see, here's the thing is no one talks about the second case that was decided there. Um, and that being, you know, because Roe v. Wade was the first decision. The second decision, I believe it's called Dove versus something else is the bigger decision that nobody pays attention to because it was the second decision. And okay. that one is the one that, you know, done a lot of changes to the way that people could even oscillate or commute, you know, that that would be handled. So, yeah, they'll attack Roe v. Wade, but I think the, the Supreme Court is sick of Roe v. Wade um, being attacked. And they're not ready to break that in and go, uh, nope, not happening. Yeah. Well, but I mean, there's been like, those are just some of the big examples of stuff that we just keep circling back to, though, mm-hmm. of, you know, that have had a major impact. And also like the circle back on like, you know, abortion rights. That's been a big one. Yeah. <laughs> we we made corporations people. Like, I'm still struggling with that one. You're right. Um, gay marriage. Yay. We got that one. Um, have we? But have we? Yeah, that that becomes like that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of these that are like, well, we did, but did we really? Did we really? <clears throat> have we gotten full marriage equality yet? No, we have not. We have not gotten marriage equality for the disabled. We have not gotten marriage equality for other people of relationship forms other than one plus one. Mm-hmm. So no, we have not gotten marriage equality yet. People keep looking at me, going, "Well, aren't you happy when you got marriage equality?" No, I didn't get marriage equality. And it's not stood legal testing. The only thing that it stood legal testing over is that a baker can choose not to bake a cake for me, but a florist has to do my flowers. Yeah. Still trying to figure that one out. Like, the, the, again, I'm just saying, these are all, like, major things that have happened. And some of them we thought were settled, and then they're not settled. And it's, yeah, or we got rights, but maybe we didn't. We're not sure. Right. Like, it's just been a very weird lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, like, maybe I'm totally wrong, but I don't think other people had lifetimes quite so, like, constantly in flux. Right. Like, I, I'm not saying it's, like, we have it worse. I'm not calling it that. Um, you know, I, and other generations had very horrible defining moments. Um, but like, I don't know any other generation that had so much flux. Right. And it's like, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what this is. We're just kind of like hanging out over here. Mm -hmm. Like one day we have rights. One day we don't have rights. We're not sure. There's another lawsuit. Then there's a decision, but then there's another lawsuit. So (sighs) yeah, how do we keep up? Right. Uh, yes. And yeah. Ashley points out, look at interracial marriages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, look at what that couple had to go through. Loving mm-hmm. Virginia. Yeah. 
that was destructive and destroying. And it was a lot of groundbreaking. A mm-hmm. lot of groundbreaking. A lot of a lot of changes occurred in the culture to make that happen. And that was just less than sixty years ago, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we've reached that time. We have. Yes. And I want to say welcome to the cl- to the coffee cup, Lady Gwendolyn. Thank you for becoming a barista. You will be getting access and information soon for your barista benefits. Absolutely. And, of course, we appreciate all of our baristas. Um, we certainly appreciate your support through Patreon. And I'm going to let that roll back around so I can catch that real quick because I don't want to miss anyone because now that we've added another person, I swear. Um, like, stop. I can't read all the names. No, yes, keep doing, keep doing. Uh, so thank you, Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Ashley Guest, Shannon C, Shannon D, and now Lady Gwendolyn. Welcome. Um, so thank you so much for your support. If you'd like to learn more about us or how you can support the show, please visit PCSPnetwork.com. Yes, and our Zoom meeting for the baristas, or I'm going to start calling it the staff meeting, will be the last Monday of the month. So that will be the 26th, Ashley. Yay! It is the 26th. We look forward to seeing you all then. Exactly. Um, we saw our baristas. You know, the rest of y'all better be back on Friday. Yeah. On Fridays, where you where you got to be at, and someone has a new opportunity coming, and with that opportunity, they need to take it very seriously. All right. Hope that helped. <laughs> like, hope everyone stayed that could benefit from that. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. You guys have a magical evening. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. The COVID is not over. Right. Be careful. Be careful. Keep your vaccination. If they call for a booster, which I think that they will, take it. Stop being stupid. This is how dinosaurs got extinct. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll have another baby dog drawing. They better find a new name for that, or I swear (laughs) I'm calling my fifth cousin and telling him exactly how stupid he's making us look. There we go. So Shannon says, I'm taking the new job seriously, damn it. (laughs) there you go there you go alright guys you guys have a magical evening good night good night Can't stop me now